Hello everyone, welcome back to Glop Truth. I am your host, Derek. And today we're going to be talking about a book that I have been reading, which is a really good book, which comes from um, Skywatch TV, Derek Gilbert, Bad Moon Rising, Islam, Armageddon, and the most diabolical double cross in history. And what it is dealing with is this war between the moon god and the one true god, Jehovah, also pronounced Yahweh. Um, in this, we have where it's setting up where the moon god has always been in opposition against the children of Israel. And that Islam is now following that same god, the crescent moon, the moon god, which is Satan, Lucifer. And you have to understand the spirits that are behind it. Now more than ever, especially after the events that have taken place in Iran with their general being killed, you're going to see this. And whether we want to say this or not, it is becoming a holy war. You are seeing whether or not believers of Yoivahe, and we want peace, and we love to have peace, but the gods of the ancients, the fallen gods, the fallen angels, they don't want peace. They want utter destruction. They want to kill, steal, and destroy everything that is of Yehovah. And not only that, but take away and strip away the power, which they cannot, of Jesus Christ. So as I was reading this, I was reading the fact that it was dealing with the archons and that that is translated from the Greek word for rulers. And we're dealing with the fact of the crucifixion, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and why it was important for us to understand the glory that came from the crucifixion. See, Paul puts that the rulers of the age, if they understood this, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Now, automatically, we assume, even I did assume, that he is referring to the actual physical leaders of that era, that, those people, the Caesar, Pontius Pilate, uh, Cyprus, you know, um, the Sadducees, the Pharisees. And to make sure you understand, Paul was referring to them, but it was not just them he was referring to. Paul was also referring to the principalities and the powers and the supernatural sons of God, the rebellious fallen angels, the Ben-Ha-Elohim. And as he is speaking and talking about this, he's given a metaphor. Jesus really shares this metaphor with us. And it comes with the parable of the tenants and the vineyard. He began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and put a fence, a wall around it, and dug a pit for the wine press and built a tower. At least it and leased it to the tenants and went into another country. When the seasons came, he went to the servants of the tenants and to get them, get from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. They took 
him, beat him, sent him away empty-handed. So again, he sent them another servant, and they struck him on the head, threatened him, and shameful, sent him another, and they killed. And so with many others, some they beat, some they killed, and he still he had still one more. The owner of the vineyard was going to send his beloved son. Finally, he sent them, saying, They will respect my son. But those tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. And they took him, killed him, threw him out of the vineyard. What will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. This comes out of the book of Mark, chapter 12, 1 through 9. Now we have to understand that the priests, the scribes, and the elders assumed that Jesus, the Messiah, was referring to them only. But the truth of the matter is, it was not just them. Of course, he was referring to them, but there was a deeper level, a deeper parable, a direct attack, and a direct pointing at the spirits behind the Jewish religious authorities. See, the tenants in Jesus' parable is referring to the Ben Ha'elim. They were placed over the nations after the Tower of Babel incident. And these servants, was the servants that were sent to the vineyard uh, from the owner are what was also done as the prophets and the teachers. And that the heir, of course, is referring to the Messiah, Jesus Christ. He told them exactly what would happen. He, he explained in this parable how over the presence of darkness could not resist sending, him, resist sending him on the cross. They were not going to be able to get past their desire to kill the heir of the kingdom. And thinking to kill the heir of Jesus Christ, it would be where they would think that this is their opportunity to not have the prophecy that God spoke in the book of Genesis when he said, from her seed will bruise thy head. And so you have the spirits, the children, the the fallen angels' children, the Nephilim spirits, the evil spirits, familiar spirits, demons, devils, and the fallen angels trying to influence the leader establishment of that era to end the life of the Son of God. To end his life means that they would end his reign before it would ever begin. But little did they not know, and little bit did they did know, they didn't see that that was actually the plan from the very beginning. See, we have this, this moment in which Jesus took this opportunity at his physical death to go and explain a couple of things to that first generation of rebels, the watchers, the ones that had been locked up in Tardis for Mount Hermon rebellion. It tells us in the first Peter 3, verse 19 and 12, 20, chapter 3, 19, verses 19 and 20, 
he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison because they firmly did not obey. And when God's presence waited in the days of Noah, the Greek word translated proclaim means preached in a lot of English standards, Bibles. But the sense of this verse is more forceful than just the preaching part of it. We have to understand that Jesus visited the watchers, the ones that rebelled that are in the abyss, to explain to them what had just taken place in Jerusalem. He was dead in the flesh, and that was exactly what he wanted to happen. It's interesting that if you look in uh, Dr. Michael Hester, he he has a great book that talks about the sons of God, the Ben Ha'elohim, and how they have always done things on their own desire because they want to be worshipped. And in this, we find out that the world history of struggles that the gods of these nations have been at war as much with each other other as they've been with their creator they cannot get along each one thinks that they are entitled to be the leader or the ruler of all the shock of the resurrection to them was foreign they could not understand how this would happen and that they did not realize that that not only was to plan, but it was to sit there and let them, them know that they have lost the battle. I find it also intriguing that once again, the moon god would raise its head in the last days. And we had the four blood moons. We've had the signs in the heavens. We have had things they have told us exactly the day and the time we're living in. Don't be like the religious establishment, thinking you know what's going to happen, and yet you have no eyes to see nor ears to hear. Get into your scripture. Get into the word of God. Meditate on his word. Don't try to interpret it for yourself or for anyone else. Just read it and ask God to reveal to you what he wants to reveal to you in the appointed time. Because if the people that were in the time of Jesus, the religious establishment, if they really meditated on God's word like they claimed, then they would have never missed their Messiah. They would have welcomed him with open arms. But because they did not recognize their Messiah, because they did not meditate on the word of God and let God speak to them, not them speak to God only. We're living in the last age. We're living in the last times. And it is getting shorter and shorter. You have to understand the last days there will be mockers of the ungodly deeds and ungodly lust. And we're seeing this running amok more now than ever. But after the events have taken place, understand that no man knows the day or the hour, but we are all to be watchers on the wall, 
waiting for our Messiah's return. As always, pay attention to your surroundings because you never know what lies around the corner. And remember, Jesus Christ is the reason 